organization has read baseball let let me get to one joke before you you steamroll me gray i'm sorry go ahead wow (laughs) you sound so upset i feel like you're having a diva moment go ahead oh my god i'm just gonna freak out i'm just gonna be like all right going back to watching the video of the guy who got bloodied and thrown off the united airline (laughs) oh my god (laughs) They are like United and Uber should get together and, and just like fire their PR people. Holy crap. Did you You're see not... this video? This guy no. got done. He got done, man. Uh, is he oh, like uh... He is on he's on the air he's on the airline. Like I have to get home and they're dragging him off the plane and his mouth is bloody. Yikes. He had a, a better first week than Trevor Story then, right? Uh, Trevor, why? What happened to Trevor Story? Oh, he doesn't have an RBI yet. Oh, my God. God, it's a poor Trevor Story. I, I know. Uh, I have oh. an entire team that doesn't have an RBI. So really? I can, I can name about 12 uh, Trevor Stories right now on my <laughs> entire RCL team. I was expecting the same exact April from Trevor Story, and I'm disappointed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I could say, uh, yeah, I mean, it's so so few games have been played. I would say by next week this time, he could be, you know, the lead league, uh, the league leader in RBIs if, uh, you know, like just give him one homestand against the Padres. <laughs> so, yeah, well, that's... Even, even though he just, you know, <laughs> he had one. But, yeah, I... Uh, I'm not really concerned. Actually, no. He's. I think they're going against the Padres at uh, in Coors this week. Yeah, whatever it is, it's like the worst thing people can do right now is panic over any of their players. It's really like I feel like I want to do an experiment where I take a team and don't change anything for the entire month of April, except for you know, like if. Trey Turner or Gary Sanchez, like guys who get injured, okay, you can move them to the DL and put a replacement in. But like everyone else that I drafted, I want to, I want to like try and have one team that just I don't change anything all month and see how it does by uh, September because I really, I really do don't think it's going to be that different than a lot of these it. other teams. Like so you're, many, <laughs> you're you're eight thousand moves already in the RCO league. It's just. You, you can I'm never like do nothing. it. Nothing? Are you are you joking? Done, I'm like I'm like barely I'm barely registered compared to some of the people in the RCL. I know. I, so somebody's Matt Truss has like forty some odd. 
Yeah, I'm like, I'm I'm not doing anything compared to some of these guys. And honestly, with the RCL, I don't even I don't even do that many like major moves other than like short schedule days. Like today, I did I think four or five moves. That's because I had a short schedule and I wanted to get I wanted to try and fill my lineup. So I dropped a bunch of middle relievers and I picked up a bunch of bats, but. I don't think I've only dropped, I think one guy that I drafted so far, and that was Raúl Mondesi Jr. So I'm, yeah, I'm not. Well, really... who, who did you draft? Like I don't understand how. Okay, I, I, is the Yard Father? Is that uh, is that T Hole? Yeah, that's T Hole. He's got 41 moves. Matt Truss has 28. You have 23. Who the fuck did you draft? How do you how do you have this many places to draft and pick up? Uh. I drafted like four or five middle relievers. If you if you remember, I drafted a ton of uh, like I drafted uh, Viscayenu. I drafted um, oh man, I don't know. I drafted a bunch of middle relievers, and I've dropped I've dropped them all. And I picked up uh, bats for today. Like I picked up Matt Joyce, Matt Holiday, um, Chris Carter and uh curtis granderson and then i'm going to drop those guys probably for middle relievers again tomorrow or other bench bats it's so. just yeah, yeah, yeah so I'm, much I'm so just, much I'm, just, I'm, just really, I'm streaming out of <laughs> i'm streaming out of my middle reliever spots really as, as I at this point i think uh i i am I'll admit to being at my wit's end with Byron Buxton, though. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's someone that we'll get to. Uh, we've got a lot of players to talk about today. A couple hot starts in Texas. Uh, my Zach Granke pick at the end of the draft. See, this is why you get your closers in the middle rounds, and that way you're not drafting Ryan Buckter instead of Zach Grinky, right, Gray? Uh, yeah, Ryan Buckner. I dropped him, too. <laughs> Of course you did. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna play. We're gonna actually, play. He already got a save this year, though. <laughs> he got a uh, he got a vulture save. He got a vulture save. Yeah, because Rodney had pitched two days in a row or something. I uh, yeah, I'm not Rodney. Excuse me, uh, Brandon Maurer. Uh, Maurer. Um, I do this on purpose though in the RCL. I know I'm I gonna know. be dropping guys. I, I mean, I'm kind of like you know, Granky. I don't know. Even if Granky has a 7k rate and a three and a half era which i'm sure you would take i mean that's like that's best case scenario for granky i think at this point and if he does have that it's still like it's barely ownable in the rcl i mean it's you think granky's hot you think his okay well let's save granky for a little bit let okay no we'll just do granky's ceiling is a 350 era I, did I throw you off your podcast menu? <laughs> you did. Well, first of all, I was going to say you, you sound so much better, at least hopefully. We tried a little uh, little podcasting magic. And and we have so much to talk about and through this new way of recording. I don't have my gong available. So oh, you, shucks. Damn. I know. Oh, so I'm my God. Oh, on oh, the podcast man. and you, you bounce back to something I was trying to transition from. I want to. Oh, oh, my God. You're, you're saying. Your Zach Grinky pessimism knows no bounds. <laughs> oh my God! I have, uh, yeah, I, I'm actually a little bit concerned. Well, that's 
That's uh, uh, that's irrelevant. Go ahead. We'll go back onto the uh, the menu, your podcast menu of our uh, our our rundown for today. Go ahead. What do you want to yeah, talk? Yeah, yeah. Well, I was going to talk about some hot Rangers, uh, new pitcher making his debut, guys on the DL. Uh, was going to talk Buxton. Uh, catch up with our great sponsors this year. And oh, you didn't even give me some feedback. I was going to do fuck Mary Kill, but. It's what was that? I gave you feedback. <laughs> oh my God. Did I did I misinterpret what you meant by that? <laughs> All right, let's kick it off. Ruben Adador is the king of the world. Would you Would you be the one holding you him? Actually, you should take credit for him because you're you were the one. It wasn't me. It wasn't like I said anything good about uh, Odor in the preseason. Please, please steal my thunder. <laughs> Wait, what? How was I stealing your thunder? You're I was gonna, it. Oh my god! I was looking, legit asking you if you are the big spoon or the little spoon at the front you know, of the Titanic. Know when, you know when I know we're having a good podcast when the people upstairs for me bang on the floor. <laughs> They're probably like, what the fuck is that feedback? <laughs> it sounds like Grace dying. I can hear the neighbors banging on the wall. That's that's when you know we're really off to a good start. Yeah. I'd love uh, to, uh, we should actually, we should have people do a, uh, take a video of themselves listening to this podcast in the car <laughs> and, and just have the video, like, <laughs> have it, have it focused on the radio, the volume knob, <laughs> just, just to see them go like, oh, Grace talking, whoa, lower, lower, lower. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like uh, well, what's the uh, the thing on the late night show, the drive through karaoke thing? I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why don't we have uh, me and you? We sit in a reader's car <laughs> and do the <laughs> podcast while they drive us around. <laughs> I love that idea. All oh, right, so yeah, drive <laughs> drive in podcasting. <laughs> Oh, my God. All right, Odor has three home runs. You must be feeling great. I don't know if you have much else to expand on there. I, I liked Odor, uh, I too. Actually, I have, uh, I have Odor in a couple leagues. Have I mentioned that? <laughs> yeah. I uh, Honestly, I thought with Odor, and speaking of honestly, I think I say that like every third word. So, anyway, with Odor... I'm surprised. I was surprised in the preseason. Like this is how I know a guy is like definitely someone I should be all about because when I do my rankings, I don't really look at anyone else's rankings. And then, and then I open up the, you know, I sort of like open up my eyes and I take off the blinders and I look around to see what other people have done. And when I see other people are like many rounds away from a guy who I'm in the second round on i'm like whoa whoa how like how is it possible that odor hit 33 homers and stole 15 bases last year but is not and is and is only 23 years old but is somehow only a fifth round guy like what that didn't that made no sense to me like across the board for just about everyone um, yeah, and and I was with you. I, I yeah. you know, you heard no, him you as were, like a mid second rounder, and I was like, eh, I think he's closer to like the two three turn. I got him for nineteen dollars in the CBS auction. It's the only league where I got him, but that that seemed like a really good price. Right? Uh, his... Yeah, no, agreed. I think uh, really uh, there was actually someone on Fangraphs. They could uh, people can Google this if they want. I, I, I'm not about to give the guy any uh, 
any more press, but he like he called me out in one of his bold predictions. He was like Gray at Rasball. His first prediction was something like Gray at Rasball is going to eat his words for uh, ranking Odor so high, and Odor is not going to. He's not going to break eight homers this year. <laughs> like what? What? Like that doesn't what? that doesn't make any sense. I know. Like he actually he called me out like personally. Like what? Like are you out of your mind? <laughs> uh, he probably plays in a quality starts league. Like what? Like what? I'm your I'm your bold prediction that I'm gonna eat my words. What? I would if a guy doesn't perform the way I liked. I'm just gonna ignore it. I'm not gonna eat any words. <laughs> <laughs> You're not gonna... I, I don't regret anything. I just ignore what I get wrong. <laughs> uh, here... That's not a bold prediction. <laughs> that makes no sense. Here's my bold prediction. You will regret not selling Nomar Mazara high if you're not going to take really high value for him right now. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I liked him a lot. I, I was actually, he was another guy I was really, uh, I was much higher on him than other people. He's, uh, he struck me as he, when he came up. Uh, no, uh, no domestic violence uh, jokes, please. He, but he struck me as a guy who could be like a Miggy Light. Like uh, I liked him a lot. I thought he was, you know, he's uh, solid with uh, walks. Uh, he keeps his K's pretty reasonable. He could hit for a decent average. He can hit for some power. He looks. He looks like a 25 homer 280 guy to be, you know, completely, uh, you know, it's like, and he's only 21 years old. Well, he's about to be 22. So yeah, I, you know, I'm, I'm all about mezuzah. I like him. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I might, I mean, that doesn't sound that bad. I might go under on the homers, but a 280 20 homer guy with no speed is kind of like meh. And he looked lost against Sean Manaya. Uh, 0 for 3 so far against lefties with two strikeouts. They only had two extra base hits against lefties last year. I know they're trying to put him in the three hole every single game. He was still there against the lefty Manaya, but that that's still a glaring concern. Yeah, yeah, no, that is, and that's why I don't know if you, uh, I don't know if you you follow as closely uh, as some people maybe, or maybe no one follows that closely. But I uh, I had uh, Mazuza in the top 100 overall, and then. I got cold feet sometime in early March, and I moved him down about 30 spots to around like uh, like around 125, 135 overall, um, because his uh, you know just what you said because of his inability to hit lefties. I was I was concerned. Yeah, I hear you. Well, uh, his splits are certainly a concern if you want to play him or not play him in DFS. So if no Marmazara is against a lefty, don't play him in fantasy draft, but play him against some righties in uh, fantasy draft. He's killing those guys. Check out our friends at Fantasy Draft. They do rake-free head-to-head contests. That's right, rake-free 50-50s. A lot of people love playing those. And uh, with no rake, you're, you're legit doubling your money instead of losing part of it to the site. Uh, they have a 25% payout zone for their GPP contest, and their fees are lower than the industry at below 13% for GPP. So check out Fantasy Draft now. You're going to get a 4% cash back on your initial deposit uh, with a $5,000 max. If you're putting in $5,000 for Fantasy Draft, you, sir, should buy us some drinks, right? Yeah. You could, you could... <laughs> yeah. I'm a cheap gay, too. You were... 
you hung out with me. How much do I drink? I have like. Uh... Oh my god! You had two beers and your face was red. <laughs> <laughs> I, did. I had the Asian flush after two beers. It was. Like, it was so beautiful. It was. Um, fantasy drafts got their big one hundred thousand dollar MLB walk off GPP on July seventh, two thousand seventeen. So check that out. It's all over their site. It's going to be a ton of fun. Uh, when you sign up for your account, put in referred by Razball. Referred by R-A-Z-Z-B-A-L-L. I can't hardly spell Razball. Check out Fantasy Draft today. Uh, great. So I'm just going to let's do our uh, unscripted portion of the show. What that I uh, didn't throw in my. Uh... Wait a minute. That first part was scripted? <laughs> I know. That's a good point. Oh, boy. Oh man, oh, we gotta is, file. We gotta fire. We gotta fire our scriptwriter then. We, we got some problems there. Uh, but let me just throw it to you. Like, uh, what are some things that I don't have listed out here that that caught your eye in the first week? Um, let's see. I uh, I'm interested in in Puig. Uh, I had uh, it was funny because I don't know if you saw the Malamoni did a uh, contest where you're supposed to pick three of the the best hitters. He's doing it every week, actually. It's, huh. uh, yeah, it's like it. on Friday, um, he does a post where it's like pick three of the, for the uh, three best hitters for the week, and uh, like you can't pick. I think the top fifteen guys overall that were drafted. That sounds that sounds a lot like the uh, fantasy basketball podcast thirty point challenge. Oh, okay, cool. Just throwing I, that out yeah. there. Well, <laughs> I don't think me, me or Malamoni follow the basketball podcast and you don't seem to follow Malamoni's post. So. Yeah, I, think we're, I don't think anyone's stepping on anyone's feet here. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I, I, I wasn't saying that in a negative or like you copied it way. I'm just saying that we do something kind of similar and it sounds uh, fun. I, I wasn't okay. like upset yeah, about so anyway, it. Anyway, I, um, you know, we have the, uh, we have our, uh, our tools on the uh, site, our uh, streaminator, our hitter, hitter and our, uh, DFS bot and you know uh, yada yada. So anyway, I took the top three guys from the Hittertron uh, for the first week, and I was I was in the lead as of uh, Sunday. I don't know I I don't know how it ended. I think he I don't think he's announced it yet. Uh, he might not announce it until Friday. But anyway, <clears throat> what I was getting at was uh, Puig was the top hitter for the first week of baseball uh, on the Hittertron. Uh, and uh, he was going against the Padres, who, who are obviously have awful pitching. And then he was going to Coors. Um, I don't actually think he did all that great in Coors, but he was he was really good. Yeah. Course. So anyway, my my long winded point is Puig. I'm not sure if Puig just had great matchups the first week, or if he's really uh, breaking out and doing what we saw that first year from him. But I'm I'm still kind of like I don't think Puig is over. I think I think there's still a possibility there for something. Uh, I'm obviously, <coughs> uh, you know, it's I uh, I have a little bit of a pot commitment because I have I drafted Puig in a couple leagues just <laughs> randomly. It wasn't even intentional, but he was going just so late in drafts. So right now. It kind of feels like you would be buying high on him, which I don't necessarily love. But I'm I'm interested in seeing if we can finally get that year out of Puig that we've all been expecting for the last four years. Uh, yeah, and he's, and he's still only 26 years old. So, well, you know, uh, 
possibly 26. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> if, if, we're, if we're going by what his ID card says, he's 26 years old. Uh, so, uh, I, yeah, I'm, uh, Puig's someone I'm, I'm kind of interested in there. And then uh, my other... My other big one for uh, pitching is, uh, well, actually, there's two, Finnegan and Graveman. Okay, we're going to get to Graveman a little bit later in the show. Uh, but I guess we'll, we'll talk, we can talk Finnegan real quick. Yeah, he's throwing that, uh, that changeup that, wasn't it like that Dan Straley taught him or something? I don't know. But last year, his changeup used to be like 86, 87, and then it dropped to like 83, which it should be. So it's about 10 miles an hour slower than the fastball. And ever since he did that, he was great down the stretch last year. So he was like a semi-sleeper for me. I didn't have him ranked too high, but I'm not surprised to see him start off pretty well. Mm. Yeah, I mean, he's uh, he's got three miles extra on his fastball as of right now. Uh, for his first two starts, he was averaging 94 miles per hour on his fastball, and last year it was under 92. Uh, his changeup, like you said, sits around uh, 83, 84, so... I mean, that's a huge drop if, uh, you know, if a hitter's expecting the fastball. If a hitter has to wait on – if a hitter has to sit on a 94-mile-per-hour fastball and then deal with an 84-mile-per-hour change, that's – you know, that could be huge. That's – that is probably the difference between a high 7K rate guy and a 9K rate guy. So – and Finnegan, his first two starts, he was uh, – excuse me, his first start. He's only thrown once. But this is also going off of his second half last year. His, uh, his K rate was way up. Mm-hmm. His walks yep. were down. His, uh, you know, his ERA is obviously – it was gorgeous in the second half last year. It was under three. Um, you know, the, the Reds aren't going to be a great team. So you got to discount wins, I guess, a little. And the park isn't wonderful. But I'm, I'm liking Finnegan a lot. I would – if I were re-ranking right now, I'd probably bump Finnegan up to the Taiwan Walker sort of top 45 overall range. Wow, that's pretty high. Where did I – let me see where I put him in my uh, re-ranks. Yeah, I'm at 55. My... Okay, so I'm not too far off where you are. I, I still want to see it for a few more stars. I mean, the Reds are so bad. Obviously, yeah, they are. They are. They're hideous. I don't know. Is that really – I mean, is that going to – if Finnegan's breaking out, I'm willing to overlook the whole red situation. Yeah, me too. Uh, speaking of, did you look at my article yet? What did you think of the new gifs? Didn't they look cool? Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, no, the I was... uh, yeah, the, uh, I like that you did him too because I was uh, Manaya. That is because uh, I was. I mean, he was so. He got so. Uh, Fiplashed, I think, is the uh, Rasball glossary term. I mean, he he looked great in his uh, everything, except he just got so unlucky um, to have yeah. to give up all those runs with like no base runners. Yeah, he gave up a bloop single with two outs, then first pitch hard single, and then first pitch hung slider that Gallo hit for a three run home run, and then in the sixth inning. Uh, I think it was like a walk and like a Babbitt single and an error, and he left the bases loaded, and they all came and scored. It was like yeah. uh, it was so stupid. He looked really good, although he did hit Mezuzah in the head with a ninety-two mile an hour fastball. Uh, that that could have been he was okay because I didn't hear. Yeah, yeah, he's, about it. He, yeah, he stayed in the game. It went, went off his helmet, like square off the helmet. So uh, Mazzara stayed in the game, and that could have really. That could have been a lot scarier. Like, Broxton got hit in the face, too, but he had the, the C-flap 
and so just broke his nose and yet he's still playing he has two huge black eyes but is still playing it's unbelievable yeah it's awesome yeah, good for broxton i uh yeah I, i'm i'm hope i'm hopeful on broxton still he uh He's a little bit. He's a little bit less in my doghouse than than Buxton to uh, stick with the uh, Exton um, last name. <laughs> I uh, uh, I also wanted to mention that last week. Remember, I was sneezing and I was like uh, allergies. And you, you got were, the Red you, Sox fever. You and got you the were, Red Sox flu. And you were like, "There's no allergies in Southern California. What what are you <laughs> allergic to?" Uh, it turned out that I actually had the flu, like the entire Red Sox team. You did have the Red Sox fever. Oh, everyone that owns Mookie Betts or Hanley Ramirez, put your comments on Razzball.com. No, You are the typhoid Mary of fantasy baseball. You're contagious. Keep your comments to yourself. <laughs> I was um, so I could barely stand up last uh, like last Wednesday. Oh, how'd you power <laughs> through the notes? A, uh, yeah, and I have a standing desk, so that really made things complicated. <laughs> I uh, yeah, I, I powered through though. I don't think I don't know if anyone really noticed my my daily notes were a struggle last week, but I uh, I was powering through. <laughs> you don't take off days like Mookie Betts, right? <laughs> no, I don't. I also don't have to hit 98 mile per hour fastballs either so i think we're even speaking of good fastballs i watched uh yesterday's afternoon yankees uh rays game michael pineda sure looked dominant for a while did you watch any of that when he flirted with the that was, that uh perfect... was today. but this airs on tuesday gray uh, like so keep confusing. up the illusion of time with me oh come on i mean people know that you're not like even though you want to do the uh, the James Corden uh, uh, backseat driving podcast, you're, you're not actually in the car with them. People know you recorded this earlier. Fine. I watched it this afternoon, Gray. Are you happy now? It's just confusing for me. I mean, we're having a conversation. And suddenly uh, you're like, so did you see I'll... the game yesterday? And I'm like, that just happened. You, you, you heard it here first. Gray cares about himself over all the listeners. Yeah. It's so confusing. Oh, my God. Well, uh, Pineda looked awesome. 11 strikeouts. Uh, had a perfect game. something, honestly, because I don't listen to any other sports podcast, and I know you do. Like, when you're listening to uh, a podcast, another sports podcast, do they say, like, present tense when something happened yesterday? No, because the podcast I listen to, it's their full-time jobs to sit there at their fantasy office because they got a fantasy job as their full-time job. Okay, well, here, here's another... Okay, I, I understand that's a dig at me for not paying you enough. But here's, here's another question. <laughs> not thinly veiled no, enough. No, not at all. Not, not thinly veiled enough. Okay, so here's another question. So if you're listening to the CBS uh, podcast tomorrow... Uh, which would be Tuesday, all right? So you're listening to it on Tuesday. Are they going to say, well, Pineda looked really good in about three hours from now? <laughs> or are they going to say yesterday Pineda looked good? No, but but they record it in their, like, mid-morning and release it at lunch. They they just turn it around. I was I was putting the illusion that we recorded this right before it went live. The uh, illusion. You're doing, you're doing another Arrested Development drop, yeah. aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I love let, that show. It, you know the what, first, I'm, I'm watching. I'm enjoying uh, Peaky Blinders. 
Okay, I'll check that one out. We should we should have another um we should have a conversation with our uh, the person who scripts this podcast because this is all over the place. Yeah, yeah. it's obviously my fault. Uh, but Pineda, <laughs> well, I didn't say that. I was joking because earlier you said the script, the non-scripted part. Oh my god! You know what? You can write the notes for the podcast next time. You'll do that. Oh my god! We're having a break. We're breaking up. <laughs> <laughs> this is getting awkward. Oh my god! Gray is the worst. <laughs> uh. Uh, all right, continue. Uh, Pineda, 11 strikeouts, no walks, 7.2 innings, flirted with a no-no. Uh, was awful his first start, but he's got 17 strikeouts to no walks. Is it going to be another up-and-down, peripheral, breaking season? I liked what I saw from him yesterday. <laughs> I'm so confused. As to what... <laughs> oh, my God. This is so confusing. See, this is why we would never work a relationship. <laughs> you just keep bringing up the same <laughs> issues over and over again. And then you're sick all the time. And, oh. uh, no, I am. Um, excuse me. I, uh, <laughs> I, I like Pineda a lot. I think the big issue with him, and I, I think anyone would – would probably agree with this. And I don't think there's anyone out there that will say that you can trust him. I mean, there's just nothing. There's nothing from him that you can, uh, you know, you can just say like, okay, well, worst case scenario, he gives me seven innings uh, and three runs. Like, you know he's going to have these blow-ups out of nowhere, and you have no idea where they're going to come from. <laughs> there's no there's no reliability whatsoever from him. So yeah. I, I like him, but you gotta you gotta just have either really thick skin or you know or you know, try and pick your spots. But I don't even know if you can pick spots with him. You just you're kind of at the at his whim of like what he's gonna do on any given start. And you know, as we saw uh yesterday <laughs> Oh my God. As I saw yesterday, he can be great uh, when he's on. But Yeah, and it's so weird. The first start was at Tampa Bay, good pitcher's park. This one was great in the at Yankee Stadium. And, oh, my God, the ball was flying ridiculously. Like, Starlin Castro looked like he hit an opposite field, like, pop-up flare home run. Chris Carter barely hit a ball off the wall, like, yeah, it it, uh, it makes no sense, but oh, um, how about my Logan Morrison stream? Woo! Oh yeah, nice. Uh, yeah, and and I mean, Pineda has the peripherals to justify an an insanely great year. I mean, he has he he gets a sh- uh, you know a shit ton of K's, and he doesn't walk anyone. So that's usually a recipe for a ace pitcher, but he, he just gives up a lot of hard contact at times. So. Okay. Yeah, I like him. It's just it's going to be a roller coaster. I think is you know the the general gist. Yeah, he's fastball cutter, and if those aren't perfectly on, you know, one or the other, then people are going to tee off on him. I mean, doesn't have, he doesn't spread velocity at all? So, right. uh, I don't want to belabor too much on these guys, but some big names going to the DL: Trey Turner, hamstring strain. That sucks. We don't really have more analysis than that, right? Uh. No, maybe if uh, I don't know who I don't know where Dusty's going to go, but maybe in NL only uh, leagues you can look at uh, Wilmer Defoe. Defoe. Uh, yeah, oh, oh Willem Defoe. Yeah, not the uh, platoon actor. <laughs> not unfortunately. Not... The platoon. <laughs> uh, a really good movie. I really like that movie. 
Yeah, it was. It was a solid flick. Um, yeah, I don't know. It depends on which way they go. They might go Stephen Drew, too, though. So, I don't know. It's it's hard to say with Dusty. I wouldn't be surprised if he goes with the boring vet in uh, Stephen Drew. But, yeah, maybe you'll get – if you go with DeVoe, you might get some steals. Uh, that's for – very deep leagues, though. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go too crazy with them. Yeah. Uh, Gary Sanchez is going to miss a month with bicep strain. Really no fantasy impact other than that sucks if you reached for Sanchez. Gary Sanchez, Buster Posey, two guys I didn't even come close to drafting. Yeah. No, I know. I never, I don't, I've never drafted a top catcher in, in the 20 plus years I've been playing fantasy. It's just not, it's not where I go for uh, a top hitter. It doesn't make it, it, it honestly, it makes no sense, but I mean, that's a, a point more better for uh, the preseason with, uh, the- with Sanchez. I'll say uh, Romine is pro is going to be the, uh, the catcher for a, a good month. Um, not really much for fantasy uh, outside of AL only. So yeah, I would, I would say if you're going to go uh, Romine is, probably you're looking at maybe getting a homer or two you're more or less just grabbing him for the counting stats for the runs and rbis potentially that he that he might get i mean i wouldn't even count on that he might hit 220 for the month with uh, zero homers and like you know five five to seven runs and rbis yeah not not much there uh josh donaldson aggregated his calf said he might be able to play tomorrow I was going to say today, but Gray will be all confused. They don't play today, though. Um, yeah, it looks like Donaldson might avoid the DL, but yeah, this calf thing lingered from the preseason. I, I I remember when we talked about it, I was like, I, I'm i scared to draft Donaldson. I don't think I'll be getting him anywhere, and I don't have him anywhere. Yeah, agreed. I, I kind of – I was uh, kicking myself a little bit that I didn't write a schmohawk post on it i saw that and drop him much lower in my rankings because this is so obvious this is you know it it, it, the writing was on the wall back in march it was so obvious that donaldson was going to have problems and the jays just weren't going to be as good this year um but yeah hopefully uh hopefully people have a replacement for him or he comes back and he's healthy i mean i I don't own them personally, but, you know, hopefully for other people. I don't, you know, not trying to wish, right. wish people's teams bad. God, you're – don't typhoid marry people's fantasy teams I am, now, too. I'm trying to, I'm trying to uh, avoid the uh, dropping the scurvy on people's teams. <laughs> uh, Amir Garrett, a guy I mentioned at the end of last week's show, six innings, two hits, two walks, four strikeouts, no earned runs. And you want to know what he reminded me of? He reminds me of 2013 Patrick Corbin. Guy with a uh, fastball, great slider, not going to get a ton of Ks, decent ground balls. Like, I think he could have that kind of season. And if you remember, Corbin was great for a while and then really faded off at the end. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I'm not really that excited about uh, Amir Garrett outside of uh, NL only leagues. Uh, and even there, I'm kind of a little bit lukewarmish. I feel like hmm. it's, uh, you know, rookie, rookies are, are not safe to begin with. And then you throw a rookie on a bad team and a bad ballpark. And, I mean, there's chance here for, like, utter destruction. Like, um, you know, there there could be moments where they're like, oh, let's, you know, let, let him try and work through 
a three inning seven earned run type game you know like there's there's here there's chance here for like major blow up so i would be careful with uh garrett but yeah i uh you know i i I do think maybe down the road there might be something okay i mean i'm not using him in rcls yet but i i'd like him a little bit more than that um chris owings had a good first week uh hit a couple homers he's got four steals already uh, only one homer, sorry. One homer, four steals, hitting three sixty. Are you adding him in any leagues? He was one of the, the top ads in uh ESPN links I saw the other day. Uh yeah, I would. I would I would pick him up for uh uh potential like uh Sagnoff maybe. I don't I don't know if there's gonna be a ton here. I mean as of as of even next week we may be like Chris Owens, he's awful. I mean Yeah. He's got a pretty long track record of not being very good, so I would, I would be hesitant, but I would add him while he's hot. For sure, why not? Uh, who'd you rather have at middle infield right now, Chris Owings or Cesar Hernandez? Uh, it's pretty even. Yeah, it's kinda, yeah it <laughs> they're is kind even. of the same player. I would say they're kind uh, of Ben Revere Denard's fan. <laughs> um, I would say Hernandez for deeper leagues, just because. He's a little bit more locked into uh, his lineup position and also his playing time. Owens could, uh, like Nick Ahmed could step in at some point. Um, they have Kettle Marte who could come up. I in, in a deep league, I feel like Owens could lose his starting job as of uh, May. But for right now, they're a total toss-up in a shallow league. Okay, yeah, I agree. Uh, speaking of terrible players, Byron Buxton, 14 strikeouts in his first 26 at-bats. Are you done? Ugh. So, like, I'm, uh, so fucking annoying. <laughs> so frustrating. <laughs> it's like the, uh, like, I feel like, um, uh, George Bernard Shaw or, or some, or Mark Twain or someone should have uh, a quote about like the the dreams uh, the dreams one has in March are quickly <laughs> are quickly subsided with reality in the dreams one has for fantasy in March are quickly subsided by reality in April. <laughs> so, yeah. It should be uh, Ernest Hemingway. Like, yeah, court. Hemingway or something. Cause, cause I don't didn't know. He, wasn't Hemingway one of the first people that played fantasy yeah, baseball? Yeah, he was. Yeah. He was at the uh, Rotisserie 80 in New York City with uh, Ron Chandler and uh, Peter Gammons. Um, I would say I, I, I got to work on the quote a little bit from Mark Twain, but I, I agree with uh, Twain's uh, just there in that, you know, all the hopes you have for a guy in March are so quickly just like squashed in April. And I, I loved Buxton like the day before the season started. Now I fucking hate him. <laughs> I mean, seriously, I love like I was so excited about owning him in and I have him like on four teams. I was so pumped. I was like, oh, my God, is how did he hit so well in September? Where yeah. I want to go back and look at tape of September. Was like, was he hitting like line? Was he hitting like a, a ground balls right to the second baseman? And like there was a rock on the field, and it hit, and it like bounced over the <laughs> second baseman. It hit a sprinkler head. And just <laughs> sprinkler head and bounced over the second baseman's head. 
for an entire month that happened. I don't understand how he he hit well in September, and he looks so lost. Like he even hit well in the spring. Like what is this? Where where's this coming uh, from? I, I think it's. I think he seriously has. Uh, he just has a mental thing. It, it's something to do. Oh I, my god, he's got like be. the he's got like the world's worst yips. Yeah, yeah. I actually think that's. I mean. You know, first pick, number one prospect by far for years. You know, you know who he should have throwing him batting practice? Mackie uh, Sasser. <laughs> I don't I don't get the reference. Oh my god, it's it's brilliant though. If you get the reference, it's really fucking funny. <laughs> yeah, that, that's something to say at your own jokes that your co-host doesn't laugh to. <laughs> that's gonna be on my on my tombstone. If you get the reference, that's really fucking funny. Uh, you know what was really fucking awesome is Lemus Diaz hit two home runs. Woo! Uh, you yeah, hate all right. what are you? Diaz. Are you the ticker on SportsCenter? Yeah, all right, so. Yeah, he's awesome, and his line looks exactly like Lindor's now. You, you crapped all over last week. Dude, my teams are doing awesome. My birdie perts is in the middle, but I've got some first place teams. My NFBC team's at 115 points right now, Gray. Thanks, uh, to Mark Twain also had a quote. He said, "Oh, no, no, no more like gong, gong." Rehashing one's fantasy teams are only interesting to the one rehashing. I didn't rehash my fantasy team. I just was talking about how I have a lot of Diaz, and I want you to hop on the train. I didn't read through my whole lineup. God, Gray, you're the worst. Go back to like in- inability to breathe with the flu or something. I'm legit snorting. Oh my god, this is the best podcast ever. This should, this really should be in the Smithsonian next to Archie Bunker's chair. Oh my god. Ugh. So Diaz, yeah. Do you have anything to add? Because I get it. You like him. No, I just, <laughs> I just wanted to yell at you because, because everyone that you were that we can argued we, about had a pretty good week for me. Can we, uh, can we talk more about Granky? Because I know you like that. No, we already talked about Granky. Get out of here. Uh, so, <laughs> if you want tickets to Gray and I in an actual fisticuffs match, which is about to happen, uh, where would you get tickets, Gray? Uh, I'm going to say SeatGeek. Yay! Baseball is back. SeatGeek's the smartest, easiest way to get tickets to every baseball game this season. It's awesome to use. It's a great mobile experience, very user-friendly. You get to see the venue map right on the app there with the tickets graded based on value so you never spend too much and you'll always find the best value for the games you go to. You know, last year, I haven't mentioned that this year, in case you're a new listener, I bought SeatGeek tickets to uh, the Brewers on July 4th against the Nationals. Caught, caught a ball that Bryce Harper threw to me at the end of the sixth inning. It was uh, the moment of my life, and I'm going to bring it up every SeatGeek promo because, because that was the best Seat baseball Geek, experience ever. It's in the SeatGeek promo. It says, insert personal anecdote. <laughs> it says, insert, uh, uh, insert hopes and dreams that will never happen for anyone else. <laughs> they, they really, really, really talk up <laughs> the possibility of wonderful. If you buy a ticket today, Prince Fielder will eat a nacho out of your nachos. <laughs> oh my God, they were they they're gonna run that clip to the into the I ground, know. right? Uh, have you been watching a lot of like oh, that clip man. is always on? I, I just on. gotta say, like, can so they can't hire an intern to just like find maybe 
three different clips a day? Like, I'm not yeah, even just, asking just for, like, them. I know. I'm not asking for, like, three, like, different clips every commercial break. Just per day, change the clips after one day. I do not want to see Prince Fielder eating nachos anymore. I know. I don't need to see Joe Carter's 1993 <laughs> home run anymore. Either. Oh, my God. It's no, an it's endless not. loop in hell. Those two are the worst. Uh, well, what you do is you just mute the MLB app while those are playing, and then you pull up your SeatGeek app, you pick out the tickets you want to go to, and you're going to get $23. That's right, $23. All you have to do is download the SeatGeek app, put in the promo code RAZMLB, and then buy your first tickets, and they're going to send you 20 bucks. So download the SeatGeek app, enter promo code RAZMLB right away, and then buy your first tickets, and you're going to get 20 bucks back. All right, great. I want to try something new. This might be too cliche. Put in the comments if you think this is stupid. But do let's play some uh, fuck Mary kill. Let's do it. <laughs> we should do uh, put something in the comments if this is more stupid than the rest of the show. Don't. Oh. Uh, that's a good point. The level of stupidity is like <laughs> all time high this episode. There's stupidity in us yelling at each other. All right, it's... so we're doing FM FMK. Is that what's going on here? Why, why are you censoring the language for the first time ever? Oh, no, I was just, I, I don't know. Fuck, uh, fuck, Mary kill, okay? <laughs> I don't know. I was FMK, FML, FM whatever. Let's just do it. Let's go. All right, let's do it. All right, so we mentioned Kendall Graveman earlier in the show. He's throwing, like, nothing but 95-mile-an-hour fastballs, which is weird because he used to throw 90-mile-an-hour sinkers. So they're still sinkers. It's just velocity's way up. Uh, but he's interesting. Charlie Morton also throwing a lot faster. And uh, Alex Cobb, interesting uh, post-injury uh, sleeperish kind of guy, pitched all right this afternoon against uh, Pineda. wasn't great, but pitched okay. Anyway, those are your three uh, three fringy RCL kind of guys. Who are you gonna fuck? Who are you gonna marry? Who are you gonna kill? Well, I, well, if I'm fucking one of the, I mean, the fuck someone like. Cobb. I mean, that's just weird. How, like, when you say... <laughs> wait, wait. How is it not weird for the other two? Well, yeah, one, <laughs> one's, necro, one's necrophilia. One of them's weird, but the other two are perfectly normal. <laughs> well, you have necrophilia with Graveman, and then and then Morton True. is like, you're, you just have a salty aftertaste. <laughs> oh, I, um... I don't know, like, wouldn't you say, like, I think if you're going to do a new game, <laughs> this is like the word, this is like really lame that I'm like being, <laughs> I'm being that person, but you have to explain the rules. Like when I'm fucking one of them, what does that mean? Like, what, do, oh, what, do, what does it mean to fuck a baseball just, player? Just enjoy the game. <laughs> and not fine. be Kate Upton. No, I just want to know what I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure out what I am supposed to be saying. Fine, fine. I'll, I'll lay it out for you in baseball terms. Which one are you streaming? Which one would you hold? And which one are you never playing? There oh, you go. Oh, like it. Love it. Okay. Um, I'm going to say Graveman. Have we talked enough about Graveman? I feel like there's more to say with Graveman. Like, I want to marry... I want to marry Graveman. I think he has made some adjustments. I don't know, you know, like I could do the research to figure out exactly what he's done, but his velocity is up almost, uh, I think it's over two miles per hour. Um, and yeah, It's uh, more like one because remember last week, and now there's a lot more written about it in the week in between our last show, that the velocity readings are different. 
just okay. uh, just All a right. reminder. Okay. Every, everyone's like a tick faster because of, but but it's still up because it you know. But I'm just reminding people. Right. Right. Okay. Um, well, his fastball is up a little bit. So yes, yes. it's up. According to, I mean, at some point we just got to say that's what the velocity is. We can't just keep comparing it to how they used to measure velocity versus how they're measuring it now. I mean, at, at some point it's just got to be the velocity. So he's throwing 94 miles per hour. If you want to take off a mile because they're measuring it well, different, it's just, well, you just compared it saying it's up two miles an hour. I was saying more like one. That's all. But he's throwing 94, 95. He's, he's throwing hard. Okay. All right. Fair enough. All right. So anyway, he's throwing harder uh, and he still has, you know, uh, amazing. Well, he, he's throwing the sinker and he's got the ground balls. So if he's going to throw ground balls at the rate he is, which is over 50% and also strike out guys over a K per uh, nine, over eight K per nine. So we're talking a guy who could potentially be you know, let's break out material. We're talking about a guy who could potentially be a low three, high two ERA, um, have 180 plus Ks over the season with uh, a great whip. I mean, he doesn't he doesn't really walk anyone. So I like Graveman a lot. I would marry Graveman. Um, Cobb, I'd fuck here and there. And then uh, Morton, I would kill. Okay, that sounds good. I, I actually think this game this game might work. <laughs> that was that was fun. That was good analysis. That we that way we knocked out your opinion on three people a lot faster than if I just listed them out as normal with your uh, your tangents. I will mention with Graveman last year I brought him up and his uh, velocity spike and you poo pooed it. Yeah, but that's because they were measuring velocity the wrong way last year, so I wasn't. <laughs> Touche. I have no retort for that. I am proud of you, sir. Are you snorting again? What is wrong with you? I'm having a good time. I feel like if I'm having a good time, then so is everyone listening. Except for that one person who's trapped inside of a trunk and all they have to listen to is their iPad. They're about to to believe that. And their battery's dying and they're like, oh my god, get to the end already. I want to hear the next promo. (laughs) <laughs> They're about to leave a comment on the site. You guys are not funny. Well, then why did you listen to the whole podcast? <laughs> those are the those are the best. Oh my those god, are the you... best comments. You guys really. You should talk more about baseball. Like, um, okay, but why did you listen? <laughs> <laughs> you can hit the pause button and just be like, I'm done. <laughs> you could have oh. walked away in the middle. <laughs> You didn't have to keep going back. It it was like a terrible book. They still wanted to read it all the way to the end just to see they finished it. Um, All right. I got some outfielders for you for FMK. Uh, Ben Attendi, who I would marry, and I know Ralph has already married. Um, Steven Piscotti, off to a slow start, except for a number of times hitting the helmet with a baseball in an inning. And uh, Max Kepler, your boyfriend, all three of these guys off to somewhat slow starts. Yeah, they're they're killing me. All on multiple teams, I have these guys. Um, I kind of want to just kill them all. <laughs> just <be dumb>. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to fucking do a Metallica on all these motherfuckers. Um, yeah, I, uh, I'll say Benintendi. I'll uh, I'll marry. Um, still, actually, you know what? 
I'm going to marry Piscotti because I think he's just he just had a tough week with injuries. I think Piscotti's going to be totally fine. Benintendi, I'm going to fuck for a little bit, but I, I can see me and Benintendi ending really badly. And Kepler's a kill at this point. I, I'm having a hard time holding on to him. Did you drop him in the uh, in I our RCL? Him. No, I haven't dropped him. I haven't dropped any of my main like s- real starting uh, hitters. I like okay. I said, I've dropped I dropped Mondesi, uh, but no no one really major of note have I dropped yet. I don't I don't really believe in. I, I try and like be conservative with my drops early on, but I don't know. Anyway, yeah. yeah there I, I just saw I saw Kepler available in an RCL, and I couldn't remember if it was Purdy Perts or. Oh, it the, might uh, be because um, T Hole drafted him in in our league. Oh, and he's the one that's made forty moves already. So yeah, yeah it probably was the Purdy Perts. So you should be adding Kepler. Oh yeah, I mean I just killed him, but yeah, I could see actually I could <laughs> bring see. it back to life. Yeah, I, I, who who will you do resuscitation to next week? Um. <laughs> Actually, I can see Kepler still being fine. I mean, it's it's really like in the it's big so picture. Early. It's so early. I uh, I would actually I would consider picking up Kepler. I'm not I'm not completely sold that he's you know garbage at this point. But out of those three that you gave me, yeah, I would I would kill I would kill I'd have to kill Kepler between him Benatendi and uh, Piscotti for sure. All right. Uh, Greg, time to end the show with what's on the Gradar, brought to you by our friends at Draft. On Draft, it's a draft every day. It's a simple new fantasy app where you do snake drafts just like you do at the beginning of the year. You miss draft season, you miss drafting your new teams in March. Play on Draft. It's the same idea with DFS, and it's a ton of fun. I did a couple drafts through the week. I did some basketball, did some baseball. You pick three hitters, two or three hitters and two pitchers on some of your simple teams. They also do uh, some deeper teams you can play in like a fantasy, uh, like March Madness type tournament with people. It's a ton of fun. You can play for free to test it out. Obviously, you can play for some DFS money. It's a ton of fun, and I love it. Uh, Download Draft now. Put in Draft in your app store. It's going to be the first thing that pops up. And put in promo code RASBALL. Spelled RASBALL like you would spell RASBALL. R-A-C-Z-B-A-L-L. And when you download, you're going to get a 100% bonus up to $600 when you deposit. That's right. You put in $100, you got $200 to play with on draft. Just by using promo code RASBALL, you double your money out of the gate. So search draft, download the draft app in the app store, and use promo code RASBALL. So, Gray, what are you watching for in this uh, upcoming week, week two? Uh, hmm. <laughs> Can we just go back to my... Uh... My FMKs. I am hoping. <laughs> I don't know if I'm watching as much as I'm hoping and praying. Benatendi, Buxton, Broxton, and uh, everyone I own <laughs> on the hit on the hitting side of things picks up the uh, picks up their shit and gets moving. Um, I uh, I'm really concerned about everyone I just mentioned. I mean, I'm I'm hoping. You know, Ben Attendee's, I think, my biggest – because he's in the middle of the Red Sox order. Uh, things could go so south that, you know, they drop him down to, like, eight or nine, and they're like, oh, you know, it's too much pressure on the kid. So then they drop him down, and he never – you know, and then even if he starts hitting, he never rebounds in the lineup spot because now the uh, team feels like, oh, he's more comfortable at the bottom of the order. So 
I'm really concerned about Ben Attendee. Hope, hopefully he can turn around in the second, uh, second week. I think, uh, you know, for uh, pitching, I'm, it's guys that we talked about. I'm really, I'm really excited to see what Graveman and Finnegan, and Finnegan can do again in the uh, second week after what we saw what they did, uh, you know, in the first week. So it's uh, a lot of the same that we've mentioned. I'm, uh, yeah, and uh, keeping Odor going. Oh, so the things you're wa- the things you're watching for are the things your scriptwriter talked about on the podcast. Maybe yeah. you should uh, like your scriptwriter a little bit better. I d- you were the one who was talking about this. I love I love my scriptwriter, man. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, couple things I'm looking for: uh, James Paxton, six innings this afternoon with two hits, two walks, seven strikeouts, no runs. See if he can keep it up. Uh, he looks awesome. I uh, just got. Gotten- Don't you mean yesterday? Oh, fuck off, Greg. Um, uh, Segura strained his hamstring in this game. That might be something that could lead to a DL stint. I don't know severity. I just saw that update. So. Oh, crap. Oh, man. They are dropping. Oh. Uh, as, get these players new leg muscles. As uh, Mark Twain once said. Oh, my God. No more. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Uh, who pitched for Oakland today? Oh, Jarrell Cotton. Nice uh, nice bounce back start. The coldest winter I ever spent was a summer in San Francisco. Uh, he's as cold as ice. Oh, that's going to be the uh, outro, our little singing ditty we did. Uh, what else am I looking for? I really want to see Blake Snell throw three or less walks. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's happening. I think, that's, I, I I think we'll save either. that for the next podcast. Uh, see how Bundy pitches at Boston. Man, Bundy looked good his first start. I don't know if you watched highlights yeah, of that. I think uh, I think we're, that's Snell next year. <laughs> I think we're I think we're a year early on Snell. I like Bundy a lot though. He looked good. Uh, yeah, I moved Bundy into my top thirty-five. You were whoa, like really whoa whoa whoa. Yeah, you were way too pessimistic on his whoa, innings. Whoa 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 JBZ. Top thirty-five yeah, I, starters, yeah, Bundy. I, wow. Yeah, I think he's going to be must own. Like, wow. if it, I think he's going to be must own almost the whole wow. year until maybe the end. Talk about a first week overreaction. Wow. I had him ranked like forty-two. The first in my initial ranks. It's not like is that different. Yeah. No, you're right. No, he could be. <laughs> I, no, I, no, I mean, it, it's too. Oh early my to god, say. the hot take beliefs. Yeah. No, it's too early to say either way. I'm. I'm not. I don't want to be like too. Like, oh my god, you're ridiculous. And then we get to July, and Bundy's still doing well. I don't want to. I don't want to go out on a limb saying Bundy's not going to be good because I thought he looked good too the first week. And I even said in my roundup for Bundy, I was like, you know, guys. Some guys are going to break out this year, and it could be Bundy. So I'm, I'm, I'm all about it. I just 35 might be aggressive, but yeah, no, nah, that's good, good, good for it. Yeah. Uh, one thing I did want to mention is how valuable is a guy like Chris Davinsky for RCL leagues? Guy who throws like three great innings, but doesn't cost you a start. Uh, yeah, no, he's great. I, I would probably struggle to, uh, to own him for you know, longer than like a week because I, I go through my MRs, real, my middle relievers really fast, but yeah, no, I do like him. I think he's a, I think he's a great guy. He's probably up there with like a, uh, a Barco lounger and uh, Philippe, uh, Felipe Rivero and, you know, like some of the best uh, middle relievers in the game. Like he's up there. 
Yeah, and, and the plus thing he with him is innings too, which is you know that's that, that's what I was saying. Yeah. It, it, you know, if he pitches you know three times a week, maybe two and a half times a week on average, but still gives you like close to starters innings every week, but doesn't cost you a you know a start in innings or not in non innings pitch leagues and start limit leagues. I think that's yeah. uh, really valuable. So another guy like that, uh, Archie Bradley, is throwing like ninety eight right now, and he's pitching like multiple innings relief. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Yeah, totally. I so, like uh, Justin Wilson too, but I, uh, you know, he's another guy that I may not own for that long. But I do like him. I I think he could be, uh, I don't know, K Rod such garbage. So Justin Wilson's definitely a guy I would I would look at grabbing. Yeah, he he K Rod got the save today. Boston's offense has got the got the flu. The the whole thing's got the fever. K Rod offense. Uh, K Rod and Addison Reed have that. They have that patented, uh, like, one hit, which is a home run, and then they get the save. <laughs> that's yeah. That's their patented uh, <laughs> ninth inning. It's better than Gmar Gomez or yeah. Sam Dyson. Oh, God, right? yeah, he's garbage. <laughs> I know. Uh, we don't talk too much about closers because they change, and we're only a weekly show. They change every day. So if you want to hear more on closers or read more on closers, check out Smokey's work on Rasball.com. Uh, everyone want to leave you with this. We're going to try something new next week uh, with call-in messages. So your call-in comments, uh, we're going to see how it works. Gray is going to tweet out the link and maybe put the link on a Monday post or something like that. Uh, so you have a link to leave us some messages on the podcast. So if you want to be on the podcast, ask us a question, uh, we'll, uh, we'll have the link for you and we'll, uh, we'll promote that somehow next week. And hopefully someone will do it. <laughs> hey, uh, yeah, I was kind of hoping we could have listeners actually on the, uh, podcast talking to us live. I'm, I'm less excited about the voicemail, but I, we could try it. I don't well, know. I figured this will this will be our gateway drug into having commenters on the podcast because then we got to like schedule people. I, this is getting inside baseball, isn't it? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> so we're gonna end the podcast there. Yeah. Keep an eye out for leaving your commenter voicemail, and eventually we may we may have commenters on have this a little bit more interactive. But uh, yeah, that's gonna wrap up our show. Great. Why didn't you rematch me on Words with Friends? Uh, you you got to get your words or friends etiquette down. If you win, you have to rematch the person who lost. Oh, and, I thought, also, I thought... and also, I got a bone to pick. Who quits with 30 <laughs> letters? You, you, qu- you quit with 30 letters left because you were losing. That's like that's the worst etiquette for words or friends I've ever seen. That's like, eating, say... that's like eating your soup with a dessert spoon. You got every single S, and my You're best move was under etiquette. 20. That was awful etiquette. <laughs> I thought the last person to like play the last letter rematched the next person. Nope. All right. Well, Gray, you have it right here. I solemnly swear not to rage quit again. Oh my god, that was really bad. That was like that, that was like wow. I was like shocked. I actually I had to I put down my phone and I I turned to Coogs and I was like, "Wow, JB just JB just quit with 30 oh letters left on words with why, friends." Why why uh, so our words with friends games are making your uh your daily conversation <laughs> with Coogs. Wow, that makes me feel special. Uh, then, then what I else are we going to talk about? We're freaking married. I mean, what else we got? Oh, it sounds like you guys need some spice in your relationship. You need to be watching beaches. Why haven't you watched beaches recently? Oh my god, I love beaches. All right, let's go. <laughs> All right, we're getting out of here. Thanks everyone for listening. Keep an eye out for the voicemail. 
uh, commenter thing. And uh, great. We'll be back next week. Talk to you then. All right, later. turquoise man i'm good i'm like the ocean breeze Uh, summer breeze makes me smell fine the breeze was cold as ice that's the uh the massingill commercial summer's eve (laughs) summer's eve (laughs) makes me smell fine we're blending songs so well right now. I'm singing a douche commercial song. I don't know what you're singing. <laughs>